This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. clear when you're a guest in my home you gotta come to me empty-handed I said no gifts your presence is present enough and I already had too much stuff so how do you dare disobey Welcome to I Said No Gifts. I'm Bridger Weiniger, and I'm so happy you're here. Another week has passed. We're all slipping and sliding towards death. But that's fine, because we're just doing our best, and uh, I'm so excited today for our guest. I don't need to introduce this person. This is Andy Richter. Hello. Andy, I'm so happy you're here. Thank you, Bridger. I'm happy to be here, too. And I feel... Uh, positively electrified by uh, your setup of course by well this. i want yeah, you yeah. to feel happy and just you right, know right 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 you know no. thinking bright thought it's a thought well, the, the no but honestly the inevitability of death is something that you might as well get over well the, why not just embrace it yes yes and look forward to yes it, rather than it, we're not going to avoid it precisely i mean maybe 10 years from now to like a generation from now people will be able to avoid it i i'm happy to die I feel like I'd get bored with immortality. I, yeah, I, I mean, that's, that, yeah, I think immortality would be, I mean, it would, like, imagine if you went to a party and they said, uh, it'll never end and you can never leave. Oh my God. Can you imagine? If you, if you took me to a party and said it's going to be in an hour and a half. Yes. And I you can't leave. Pass yeah, out. yeah, yeah, yeah. You so, have to stay until 1 a.m. Unbelievable. It's not Punishment. happening. Punishment. I need 20 minutes and I'm out. Precisely. And I'm going back home for my treats. Yeah, yeah. How are you? <laughs> I'm I'm pretty good actually. I'm pretty good. Um, had a change in medication recently, which oh, has beautiful. been which has been fortuitous. Yeah. Um, what changes have you seen? Uh, 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 the uh, uh, slight. It's like you know, like if a uh, you know, like a roller blind. Sure. Like if hopelessness is the blind. Okay. Someone sure. cranked it up a few knots. Oh, gorgeous! Yeah, yeah. I so can actually like see out. You know, of light into exactly. I like, look out and I see Burbank. It may be know? morning or it may be like maybe the darkness is coming back. Precisely. It's like five thirty p.m. Yes. But it's a long, long day. Right. It may be. It may be morning. Morning. It may be a nuclear blast. Oh, it may gorgeous. be it may be Klieg lights. 
SDN, all of these yeah, things are oh, good options. <laughs> really? <laughs> something. I just see something coming out that's not the the <laughs> miserable hopelessness. That sounds beautiful. Can I ask you what medication it is? It is. Uh, I am. I am beginning on something called Trintilix. Trintilix. I haven't heard of it. It's a. It's a new one. It's a new. Uh, I, I'm on Wellbutrin also. Okay. And, uh, Wellbutrin. A friend's been recommending this. Yes. Me, but he says it makes him a little dizzy. There are all different kinds. Of, I mean, I've been on antidepressants, oh gosh, for many, 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 I mean, 25 years sure. at least. And, and I've been through many different ones with varying, like there was one, and I don't remember, I don't have a good memory for specifics. Okay. Of like names or sure. numbers. Like I don't, I like numbers I'm just terrible with. Like, like what my car payment is. If you told me my car payment was $375, I'd go, okay. And I mean, I heard sure, it. Sure. When I got my car, they said, here's what your car yeah, payment is. Of course, is. of course. And it, you could tell me it was $375 or $735 or $601. And I'd be like, okay, sounds good. Well, I, don't, I don't know. You know, I, I mean, I am, I do have the entitlement of being, uh, a, a financial baby in that I have someone else write the checks for that's things. the dream where you just I have a please take care of yeah. the stressful part of yes most people's lives I got to, I started that oh geez maybe 15 years ago I started to have somebody and it's just a dream this is true. what I need because money and all of this makes me so it sends me into a full panic yes. immediately. Yes. I, I feel like I'm going to get in trouble with somebody. Yes. Someone's going to be mad at me. Yes. Taxes, the same thing. I'm like, someone's coming after me. Yes. If there's any legal element, even a small 1% chance that I'm going to, someone's going to yell at me. Yes. I freak out and then I just, uh, I freeze up and don't do it. The One of the main things too that is that because we used to have, to, we used to take care of it ourselves, uh, is is medical paperwork and, oh my, ha and i have yes. two children so sure. it's not just it's not just me and it's not just mm -hmm. well now my ex-wife but it was that we had children and children go to the doctor all the time they're well, addicted to it they're obsessed with oh the my doctor. god they're just like hypochondriacs with their vaccinations and and the thing with children is you have to keep them alive yes. whereas yourself yes exactly i'll die in my apartment he, alone yeah i mean yeah i mean uh People, if you are not taking care of yourself, people, I mean, they may judge you, but they're certainly most of them are going to keep it to themselves. But if, of course. if you are openly not treating your children well, some know-it-all is going to say some, something. Some, some nosy jerk. Some Budinsky is going to say You've got to yeah, feed yeah. that kid. You feed that kid. It's eating rocks. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so that's, I mean, that not having to handle insurance paperwork, because that was the thing where I was just always just at a terrible loss. Of I course. I had no idea. Well, you like, need to take a class. Oh, there are so many terms, so yes. many things that you just have no other reason to, to yes. understand. Yes. This to me is like, in high school, I took maybe 12 classes that taught me how to microwave food <laughs> recipes. <laughs> I did not take a single class that taught me anything about anything taxes right, or any right, of this. Right. So, yeah. I mean, I, I, I guess I can just blame the country when I'm headed to jail. <laughs> That's right. But when you're sick and, when you know, I'm wheezing. Sick, when and anything 
being loaded into a paddy wagon. Of course, of course. <laughs> um, well, you're a, a an early guest on this podcast. You're, yes, that's what I hear. You're a recent podcaster. Yourself. I am. You, I just started. Well, it. Yeah. I. Well, I. It's probably been what almost a year. A year ish. Yeah, for a because bit I just noticed. I think. The 29th one went up today. Oh, my God. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. And I did it. Yeah, probably. It's been about a year. And I had, um, I had, I'm not a big podcast consumer. Sure. You know, I listen to some, but not uh, a lot. And And usually, and I don't just sort of... Browse. It's usually because yes. it's somebody I know's podcast. Sure, you know, sure. I, it's, you know, I'm, I'm very your discerning lap. tastes. <laughs> you know, I'm only here because I had my people vet you. Yeah, of course. Early. Uh, my name was passed by 30 people before you even considered. <laughs> that's right. Sure. Background that's right. I mean, check. well, I heard Mormon. I was like, all right, that's good. <laughs> that's We're 60% well, of the way there. Let's be very clear. Parents are Mormon. Oh, all right. Uh, what I mean of Mormon stock. Of Mormon stock, yes. but, you know, homosexual forced out of the fold. <laughs> uh, so, if they were honest with themselves. Sure. I mean, listen, they'd realize. They would, things would be more clear. Right. But Brigham Young, probably mm. a major queen. <laughs> I recently learned, well, maybe it's, uh, maybe Brigham Young's, one of his many children was a, like a famous drag performer in like the late 90s. 19th century. What? I wish I knew anything else about wow. this. Wow. But like clearly like a closeted gay man yeah, yeah. that was out like singing opera in dr full drag. Wow. Hopefully but someone- married and had 800 kids I'm sure. That. Yeah, either yeah. that or deeply alone yes, and yes. Uh, just wanting to die. Right. <laughs> but uh, uh, we've fun. all had that fun, experience. Fun, fun, We sure have. Well, I'm not the drag. Oh, I have, I have only, I've done drag but only- uh, uh, for money. Okay. Well, of course. Not for joy. Of course. Know? No. What, have you done drag? Well, just like for bits. Oh, of course. On the Kona uh, show. Sure, like sure. Dressing up like Imelda Marcos or something. Beautiful. Which I do feel there is something, there is something very, very useful to making a man go through that process. Oh, yeah. Just learn yes. the pain. All the shit you have yes. to do. I mean, because I wear make. I have to have makeup put on four days a week. Sure. To be and on television. we all know you overdo it. <laughs> I do. I mean, a lot of people, I, I look, I what I do is that I have a terracotta pot that I hold up next to my face <laughs> to match the tone precisely. But only um, the face, yeah. neck down, oh, no, just no, blinding no. Right, white. Right, exactly, exactly. It's I just yeah, because It's hard to wash off. Of course. You know, I, don't want, I, don't want to, I don't want to get it on the shirt. <laughs> no. Uh, but I... Uh, uh, that makeup that I get is nothing compared to oh, what, of course to the not. Whole, like it's it, it's uh, like the uh, facsimile of a idealized human face that a woman has to put on to just be sort of uh, accepted by ninety eight percent of the yes, humanity. You're, you're as, spending an hour each morning, yeah, as presentable. Yes. And also, the goddamn heels, high heels, are a fucking torture oh, device. It's, they're it's time to say goodbye. Yes, I feel like we all just get on the same page. I, it's yeah. not doing anything for no. anyone at this point. They, there's a new Wonder Woman trailer out. Oh, sure, sure. And there's there's a shot that's a it's a low angle shot behind her as she like is whipping out her <laughs> golden lasso or something <laughs> at somebody, and she has a gold stacked heel, <laughs> like of an course. Amazon, of course, an Amazon a practical warrior. <laughs> 
who were famous for cutting off their right breast <laughs> so it would get out of the way. Uh, it would make archery more easy. Sure, sure. Th- that an Amazon warrior would be like, you know, a little bit of lift. I've got to look. plump in the calves. Just uh, two inches. And it's just Good so funny because it's just like. If, and when you see it, it's like gold, like leather. You know, like it's gold leather stacked heel Wonder Woman. Absolutely unacceptable. Ridiculous. Also. Wonder Woman aside, the actor playing it, we're torturing this person. Yes. This is somebody who's standing around in those heels for probably mm-hmm. 14 hours a day. Yeah. Probably can't wait to get out of them. Oh, good yeah. Lord. That's insane. Yeah. Well, good for Wonder Woman. Good, good for, for her. her. Gal Gadot. She looks fa- Gal Gadot, that's yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Now, this one's taking place, I believe, in the 80s. In the 80s, I right. haven't seen the first and movie. And somehow Chris I... Pine is back. Chris, did he disappear he in the di- first movie? Well, I mean, he is in the first movie, and she's an immortal. Okay, so sure. So, she could be young. In I think it was World War One. Yeah, it was World War One, okay. the first one. And then, but if she's an immortal, and I mean, in the in the in the first movie, there's like a sort of flash forward kind of thing where she's working in a museum, like that's her cover. She's working in a natural history museum and looking at an archival photo of her dead lover, Chris Pine. Okay. Oh, who's okay. Been dead? Sure. It was World War One, of course. And he, in fact, he may have died in the movie. I don't remember exactly. Spoiler alert. <laughs> you um, see him clearly get hit by a car or and just or he, crushed. Or to death. I think he like flies some something into the sky, like some death gas into the sky and it explodes. <laughs> oh, he's like the pilot the flying. Yeah, yeah. He's okay. like, he's on like, it's like there was, there's like a death gas that was going <laughs> to obliterate Europe and he flies it up into he makes the above sacrifice. the atmosphere so that the death gas just floats around in space. But now he's back in the 80s. Now he's back. I don't know how they explain that. Evil clone. Could be. Maybe the son maybe of Wonder grand- Woman. But if it is like his grandchild or something and he's just a dead ringer for him, she's got to be fucking him again. Of course she is. Which is really weird. But also, I'm happy for Wonder Woman. She, she's putting on those heels for a reason. Right, exactly. Possibly to seduce her grandson. She, yes, to show... Yeah, because if she had flats... Oh, yeah. Chris you're Pines not getting with your grandson. Like, no, yeah, absolutely well, she's not. obviously gay. <laughs> she is... Uh, she's not into... Um, okay, so back to you being... A, a year-long podcaster at this point. How yes. is it? How have you found the experience? Was I, it something you wanted to do, or no, was it, it not really? I had had people, and by people I mean like manager, agent, because there's only so much they can do for me because my job on the Conan show is ongoing. Sure, and it's not, and and I'm in kind of a weird position, which is sort of like a a, a, a a I wish there was a better word than blessed, but it's a lucky position. It's a fortunate position in that I am employed and that my job pays pretty well. Sure. Um, but I have a lot of time where I could be doing other things. Of course. But it's just not continuous. I, like I can't, so I can't go do, I can't take a part in a movie and say, well, you can have me Monday through Thursday before noon Mm -hmm. and then Fridays, uh, except for when I have to go pick up my daughter. You know, I mean, it's just sure. I can't go away to Vancouver. This is why they had to go with Chris Pine again. Precisely. Okay, this makes sense. Precisely. It's like, yeah, maybe Chris Pine's grandson could be chunky. Mm -hmm. Could be chunky. Just like a healthy man. Sure, sure. And in his 50s. Of course. Well, the age would work. Maybe. I I don't quite know the timeline. Well, I mean, uh, 
as an immortal, an immortal after a while, you'd think that she'd start to appreciate maturity. Of course. She yeah. needs somebody who's read a book. Right, exactly. Who's seen some interesting films. You go through the first few centuries just fucking young things. Of course. And you want to spend 200 like, years doing yeah, that. Yeah, I got to talk to somebody. <laughs> I'm an Amazon. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but uh, so like my but my what the point is my like my agents there's not a lot of things for them to seek out sure me. sure sure I can do you know, like I I've hosted a number of game show pilots of course because that's something I can do on the side yes uh, I've done guest spots on TV shows you were in uh, the episode of corporate I wrote precisely you did a terrific job yes I can Wonderful. go and that it's something I can go and do for a day or, sure you know, I can do that but so there's not a lot for them to do so they say things like you should do a podcast. You should do a podcast. And I, I think because that's what everybody tells everybody. Of course, because it's just, uh, it doesn't have to be anything. Yeah, I mean, like, yesterday I heard on the news, it's like, and we have Barbara Boxer, former Senator Barbara Boxer, host of the Boxer Podcast. <laughs> Wait, is that true? <laughs> Fucking yes. Good for Barbara. Barbara Boxer has a podcast. What is, is it politics? What I'm is she sure. Doing? What else could it be? Well, maybe she's like talking snacks or something. <laughs> Snack reviews with Barbara yeah, yeah. Boxer. Martial arts. Yeah. Martial arts. Martial arts. I just love it. <laughs> Barbara Boxer boxing. on boxes. Yeah, yeah, boxing. Yeah, boxer. Uh, but so, Noah, they would say that to me. And then I started to think about it. I was getting a divorce and I started to think like I should say yes to things more. Sure. And I, uh, so I was like, sure, yeah, I'll do a podcast because I thought, oh my God, so much trim will be coming <laughs> Of in. course. I'll be talking That's to- That's the podcast Yeah, game. yeah. Because I, I mainly- Mick Jagger was thinking, over here. Well, I was mainly thinking Barbara Boxer's probably going <laughs> to be involved. No, I just, I, I mean, I really did think I have to, I need to open myself to life and to these things. And then I started to think, what kind of podcast do I want to do? I really- it, it, it's. I wanted to. I wanted to have a com- kind of conversations that I like to have with people, which are sort of more thoughtful, probing, thoughtful sure, about getting to life actually and, know yeah. the person. And about. I've been in therapy for many, many years, so I am well. I'm very conversant in the language of therapy and talking about feelings and why do, I'm like this, and here's why I think I'm like this, mm-hmm. and here's what I could do to not be like this if I don't like being like this, and I and. I like that language. I'm used to that language. I meet people who are, who are also conversant in that language and we have something to talk yes, about right away. Sure. And it's, and it's important and interesting to me. Uh, and so I thought, well, I'll try and do that kind of podcast. And then I just came up with this gimmick of, it's called the three questions. And yes. the questions are, where do you come from? Where are you going? And, and what have you learned? And I just was, it was just a gimmick to, to talk about. About those kinds yeah, of, of course, things. Sure. And these are, I have joked about it, but it is really true. It's like the kind of conversations that I like to have with people in the commercial breaks of Conan. When we used it's to the have real things that commercial breaks, yeah. Audiences on TV would get bored by right, because they exactly. just want nonsense. Exactly. Or things like, what is your workplace like? Sure. Like I, and, and when someone is honest about that, like somebody that's on a hit TV show and you can say, especially as, as a, in a, in a, as colleagues, you can say, what's your workplace like? And they can go like, oh, that fucking guy. Oh, yes. I mean, cool. that's delicious. Yeah, oh, that's my that's, favorite oh, thing. I just want to hear how awful it is for yeah. <laughs> Tell me about that fucking prick. I can't wait. <laughs> yum, 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 yum. And there are um, so many of those Oh, stories. so many. But so it's kind mm-hmm. of like that, too. You know, I like to know 
What's your workplace is like? What What is your opinion of your surroundings as a human being, as a real person? Yes. What's forming yeah. you? Because there's a lot of people in this business, too, that you never get the sense of who they are. Oh, of course. You meet them a dozen times and they're always in publicity mode. And, phony yeah. after phony. Yes. That's me. Yes. Is it? It's me. I'm really? just projecting something I am not <laughs> at all times. Wow. At all times. Wow. We're going to find out at some point. Right, there's right. a real it's darkness. Slip through. Yeah, it's going to slip through. Just yeah, yeah. Uh, what a monster. Horrible tar uh, of her soul. Yeah, yeah. Maria Bamford is was on and she's truly one of the funniest human beings funniest people in the world and and she was on and she was very you know she's very up for for that kind of conversation i mean she you know she jokes about how the fact that when she started talking about her mental illness how it became a real cash cow (laughs) how her her career really took (laughs) off when she started talking about how crazy she was and and uh, but she said, it's funny because, you know, of the three questions, it's the what have you learned and where are the where are you going? I mean, she just talked about her marriage. And I told her that's you're the first person that in this conversation, because they're pretty much everybody's show business. In, sure. And in, in so far. But she was the first person that didn't take it as like, well, I have a screenplay or I'd yes, like to like- direct or. She just was like, no, nah, I think my husband and I were going to keep trying to work on it. You oh, know? that's beautiful. I know. And I was like, she that's... thought about another person. Yeah. Bless you for that. Yeah. You know? That's a, I, I can't imagine myself doing this. I, you know, I'd like to believe that I would right. make the right choice in that situation. Sure. But I would probably say something selfish. You don't have, you don't have a partner? Or... I do. I have a boyfriend of five years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you wouldn't talk about where your future together. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. I guess. Well, now that I've brought it up, I have no idea. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, I think about our future a lot. Uh, I grew up in a very uh, marriage-based culture, yes. and so occasionally he would like to get married, and I feel a little allergic to the idea of it. And For what reason? I think I just, uh, growing up, was told every day you're going to get married at some point. And of course, everyone telling me this wasn't didn't realize, oh, this is a gay child. Yeah, but uh, there's. For me, some level of just uh, distaste for the idea or just like... I feel like it doesn't. Too much. It's just too much for it's you to. Too, the, the commitment is a little yeah. insane. And there's, I just feel like you see it not work out so often. It's like, why bother? But I, the more, the longer I'm with my boyfriend, Jim, the, uh, the more it feels like, well, maybe we'll give this a shot at some point. Yeah. Um, and also just for practical purposes, of course, insurance, this sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's a, it's a good question. But well, I, I also hate the idea of spending thousands of dollars on a wedding. Yeah. That seems insane. You don't have to spend thousands of, course. of dollars. What I would like is to register for some pots and pans. Oh. That's the dream. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I, uh, so it is, it's a nice thing. I, you know, I, I mean, I just ended it. We were married for 25 years. Yes. And, and, and it ended. And, uh, or, you know, I mean, there's all kinds of different ways that, you know, you read is books and things. And, and, you know, there's a, the concept that it, it finished, that it wasn't, that it wasn't like it was a failure and that it, you know, it, it, it was killed, you know, mm-hmm. it was just that, no, this, it was a, it sort of was done. There would like, be a conclusion yes, and it came to that conclusion. Yes. And I mean, and it was, and I don't, you know, and I don't look at it. 
as a failure. It was a sure. t- 25 years. You have two kids who yeah, seem wonderful. Two wonderful kids. Two, I mean, just like really, truly, I mean, I know I'm biased, but they're really amazing people, as objective as I can be about it. They're both really wonderful people. And and my wife, my ex-wife is a wonderful person. She's terrific. But, but um it just it it it's it stopped and it stopped working and and I don't but it doesn't people will ask me like do you think you'll ever get married again I'm like fuck yes no wow I interesting I like being married I I feel like marriage is my natural state what about it do you like um it's the it's I uh, it just well it's uh I don't I. <sighs> It's a, I'm um, I'm more of a quality over quantity person. Sure. So the notion of you know, and I've always been struck by the the notion of like that thing of like oh you get married and that means you're going to be sleeping with the same person forever mm. and it's uh, to me that's like wow that I sounds, would love to meet that, that person that I great. would want to do that yeah with. that sure. sounds great to me I don't I mean you know it. It's because it's not, you know, just fucking somebody is just fucking somebody, but fucking somebody you love is. Oh, it's a completely different experience. Yeah, it's really, it's, it's, it, it makes you understand like, oh, I get it. Like, that's what, like, you know, when you're, you make love to somebody that you love, you're fucking, you know, sticking your hand in Buddha's eye. You know, you're like, <laughs> you're like touching the fabric of the universe. <laughs> Absolutely. Whereas if you're just fucking somebody, you're just, you know, uh, shaking, uh, yeah, you're jerking off into another of human hands. being. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, which, I, boy, I can't wait. Then if I ever have, a, well, you mean, we all love sex, a good no, handshake. Everyone, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, but so, no, I mean, and, and I, and I also too, it's just, the, it's, the, to build something with somebody, that's like the most important work there is. I've had children. Mm-hmm. That's the, the most important work. And my kids are s- continuing to be, and I, I say work in, not in like, oh, work, like I gotta, I mean, like, like, no, life is work. Like there's, like there's no, if it's worth doing, it's, it, it, there's some, Yin and yang to it. Sure. Every totally. beautiful thing Has takes some, some sweat. Yep. Yeah. And, and so, uh, you know, I still work at my relationship with my kids and I still am learning with my kids. I mean, my son, I, I confessed to him a couple years ago, you're the oldest. So everything that I do as a father with you, I'm learning. It's the first time I've ever done it. Oh, yeah. I it's mean, a little easier with your sister because I went through it with you already at this age because there are very age-specific things that happen in the development of young humans. Mm-hmm. Um, but even so, the 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 gender difference between them can throw a wrench into oh, the I works. Oh, I can only imagine. Where I can say like, well, I handled it like this with Will and here comes Mercy with sort of the same problem, but oh, Christ. Well, with an interesting uh, new twist damn ovaries are making it all different you know yeah um so no i i think no i'm that's that's where my priorities always have 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 laid is is in in a just long building term, towards long term monogamous something. relationship mm-hmm. yeah because and it's you know in the monogamy i the notion of of monogamy not working to me it, i also don't I don't, I don't, I feel like, no, I, I feel 
in my being, monogamy is a doable thing. Oh, yeah. I think, I yeah. mean, I think it frequently doesn't work, right. but when it does, I and, mean, and there are people that it the gold standard. It doesn't resonate with them. Sure. The notion of monogamy to them seems very confining, and it does not seem confining. Sure. To, to just, I mean, as somebody with very low energy, it's like, <laughs> if I can just have this one person yes. and we just deal with each other. Yes. And, yeah. And it's also, too, to me, the best part about just the physical aspect of a relationship is the we both have these ridiculous blood bags that are oozing <laughs> smells and liquids and you know and that and it's like and and you at your most relaxed is not it's not pretty oh speak for yourself <laughs> <laughs> I, I am mean, just one, pristine one. and <laughs> gorgeous. Right. Like a reclining yes. alabaster statue. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> time to relax. <laughs> eating this bag of Doritos. Is that manna he's eating? <laughs> no Doritos. <laughs> um, for me, I in the last year, my boyfriend has gone out on tour, and it's been a, an what interesting- What kind of tour? Uh, he's touring with Les Mis. He's, oh, uh, oh, he's a- He he's plays a, Tenardier. Oh, wow. The master of the house and the national tour for this. Wow. And, uh, it was like, it was a difficult decision initially for both of us, because it seemed insane that yeah. we were going to begin this long-term thing. But I had forgotten how wonderful it is to have someone around to just edit your behavior. Yeah. It's so... I. I immediately went back to like spending two hours trying to decide on what I was going to eat for dinner or this sort of thing. Where it's like if I had, if Jim were around, yeah. my things would be, cut it out. yes, yeah. come on, we have to go somewhere. But yeah. now it's yeah, just like yeah. a constant spiral. Yeah. Have you found as a newly single man, these, any difficulty like that? Or have you found yourself becoming more eccentric or like... Or, yeah, I guess you were in a relationship long enough that you probably both were so comfortable around each other that... Yeah, there there was a fair amount. Yes, definitely. There was a fair amount of comfort. And I didn't feel like I was ever... Yeah, I didn't I didn't feel particularly like I had to put on airs. Sure. I was, I was definitely able to be myself. And there was... You know, and we had an appreciation, certainly, for what ourselves at our root were. Yes. Um... The the only the main thing for me is just the being alone after so many years. Mm-hmm. After I mean, because we were we were together for twenty seven years. Wow, and and married for twenty five. It, it just being around people and and getting up and having your day being sort of filled with. Well, first I'm doing. I got to take the kids to there, and then we have this thing planned and then there's this and now it it was really tough at the beginning of uh especially like on a weekend when because i have you know mixed custody with my daughter and like a a weekend with my daughter then it's like we're doing stuff yes and then the other weekend there'd be a saturday a saturday wake up on a saturday and realize all the way through until i go to bed on sunday night is is up to me and that was not I had to really shift my feeling about that from, oh, I got nothing to do and nobody to do it with, mm-hmm. to, I can do whatever the fuck I want. I'm the king of the weekend. I can do whatever I want. And it's still, like, it still took, it, t- and it can still take work. Oh, of course. To, to be, I can do whatever I want. This is a blessing. This is not... 
This is not a curse. This is not some sort of sentence that lonely guy needs to, you know, mm-hmm. stumble around and just lonely be miserable and, and miserable. So what are um, you doing to fill your time? Uh, I got a big dog. That's right. I've seen the dog is beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, she's she's very helpful uh, in sort of just there was definitely when I got her. Because it was in conjunction with my daughter. I told my daughter, you know, I think I'm thinking about getting a dog. And literally 30 seconds later, I had a fucking dog. Uh, (laughs) And I did have a couple, only a couple of times. Like, what the fuck am I doing? (laughs) Assuming responsibility for another living thing when I'm trying to clear the decks. Like, you know, sort of uh, in terms of like who I owe what and who I, you know, who I'm beholden to in terms of mm-hmm. time and concern. And now I hear I have this goddamn done shitting machine. <laughs> but, I mean, granted, yeah, I get to snuggle her and she's great and she's funny. But yeah, like, but still, it's like, oh, another fucking thing I have to keep alive. I've got to let something out three times a day. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and, and so, but she, I mean, well, but also too, it, she helps just. To bring happiness. Of course. There's just, you cannot, I mean, unless you're some kind of monster, you can't, you you cannot like deny just the happiness that an animal brings you, you know. My, my dog is the, I, she slept with me last night and it's just an incredible feeling. Yeah. yeah. In my arms, this 85 pound thing that could easily just sink its jaws into me has decided to be alive with me. And I still get struck over like. That thing comes from wolves and it lives in my apartment. I I still will say sometimes like, hey, animal, how did you get in here? (laughs) What are you doing here living with me? Why are you being civil towards me in any way? You could be in the woods. When I bend over to get your food, just jump at me. (laughs) Take care of me. I have a very soft underbelly. Yeah. So then this apartment is yours. (laughs) Um, yeah, until the fucking cable bill comes. Of course. So then, how are you going to turn on the right. TV? Mm. Um, but then, I, but also to just uh, learning to learning to, and it's uh, in terms of what I'm, what do I fill my time with? I have I effort. I have to make an effort to go do things. Mm-hmm. I have to. Uh, you can't rely on others to keep yeah, you going. Yeah, sort of thing. yeah, and that's and that's actually too like not. I'm still not really great at it. I'm still it's difficult. I'm still very much in a learning in a learning space about how to do this. And I also too, for me in particular, it's not a coincidence that I'm a talk show sidekick. I I am I was designed to be the calm Just thing sitting next to the high-strung sure. thing that needs more. I mean, that <laughs> was like a pattern from an early point in oh, my life. fascinating. Of being like, no, no, honey, you get it. You need it. I you will react to this I'll vibrating be, energy. Fine. Yeah, yeah, I'll be here, you know. Mm-hmm. And I have, I've said it. Before, I mean, for years I've said it and it, and it's just because it's true, but there's, there's a thing with, uh, show horses that when they transport a show horse, they frequently will send along a dog. Oh, sure. Or another calming presence. Just a mm-hmm. companion to be in the trailer with it. And like I say, it'll be a dog. There's also, or like I've heard of a goat. Like there's a goat that just, you know, like a goat and a horse oh, will be pals. Absolutely adorable. And that's, that's me. That's what I've always kind of been. There's been sort of like, like I say, this sort of more narcissistic, <laughs> uh, high, you know, like the, the higher energy 
creature that needs the stability of someone who's kind of a little just more self-contained. Yeah, that's right. And I'm and I've always been. I mean, I'm a I'm a miserable wreck, but I've always been able to make my way. Yeah, you feel I yeah. You, you give a level presence, and, I, like, and I, I feel like you're kind of radiating. From, I'm a stable presence. Thank you. And I yeah, and I mean, and I do feel that way, and and I and I noticed it too early for my earliest days of improvisation. The people that really needed it, you know, hang upside down, hang upside down from the flats and things like Uh that. And I was always kind of like, if I was in a scene with somebody like that, like, I'm not going to fight. I'm not going to compete with this. There's plenty of this to go around. And also, too, with these people, what I, well, I should say, what I learned after a while is, and I've I've said this before on my podcast, is like, all right, you go ahead. Go ahead. Go out there and be desperate and beg for it. I'm going to stand back here and get more anyway. Yes, this is the dream job. I'm going to wait, and I'm going to put a button on this thing, and that's what people are going to come away with. Exactly. So... This for me, anytime I'm watching a movie and someone sick, a character sick in a hospital bed, I just think that actor's got the dream. <laughs> That's the role I want to be yes, playing. Just exactly. put me in a stretcher and I'll lie there for hours. Yeah. Give you my lines. Right, and then right. Everybody else is dancing. Except those, bed, those beds are never comfortable. That's probably the true. The sheets are always itchy. Sure. You know? Yeah, yeah. It, you know, like are a they prop go- sheet. Yeah, and they don't like put a nice mattress pad that's kind of soft. counts. Oh, kind of wrinkly. And the hospital beds, like when I've done things in hospital beds, they they're that kind of plat because you know people piss and shit all over them. Sure. So they're like kind of crinkly plastic. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that it's bizarre. like laying on a pool float. Or well, something. you famously played so many characters lying in hospital oh. beds. That's kind of, you've oh. built an empire. Yeah. Yeah. Off of that. Sort it's, of thing. Uh, yeah. For a while, they just called me Andy Invalid Rick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, star of shut-in fame. <laughs> Well, I I don't want to derail a conversation, but I feel like maybe this is your problem. This is a podcast called I Said No Gifts. Right. I invite people on. with. I feel like things are pretty clear. You're coming here, I say, I, I said no gifts. Right. You walk in today, you're holding a bag. Right. I mean, maybe this is your purse, but... No, no, this is, this is a gift. You brought me a gift. I did. Out of just... Bec- out of spite. Out of spite. You just Out wanted to throw a wrench in it. my day. Right, right. I heard, I heard what the, I mean, first of all, I would, if the, you know, if you wanted to, if you wanted to talk about, you know, equestrian things, which we already did in a way. Well, we or, always yeah. come back to equestrian things. Or if, you know, or if you wanted to just talk about the Wonder Woman trailer, which, oh my gosh, we talked about that too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I, I would have come uh, to, to sit and talk to you about anything. But when I heard I said no gifts, well. Immediately as kind of a rule breaker. Yeah, uh, exactly. I'm a real rebel. Yes, you're just I'm like causing yeah. trouble all around town. Like, honestly, I uh, I have always felt that Dennis Leary stole my thing. <laughs> well, I heard your motorcycle rumble up outside the <sighs> studio and I thought, it's- <laughs> how am I going to handle this? <laughs> now, I just have a smart car and a boombox to make a, <laughs> a motorcycle <Straight>. noise. Because <laughs> that's really hot. It's threatening. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but he, well, let's say, I mean, do you want me to open this? Do, well, should I? Uh, well, they would, I certainly want to witness you. Okay. It's in a, it's in a coach it's bag. It's in a coach bag. Which You're I just man. had laying around. Uh, but I mainly meant that to imply that I would be teaching you. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, You're kind of Hollywood coach. Precisely. Andy Richter. Right, exactly. I'm coaching you. And you've done such a, but it's also, I mean, you're underplaying how well wrapped this is. It's in, not only in this bag. I did it myself. But in this gorgeous 
this kind of plaid wrap. Yeah, it's a little bit of a Stuart plaid, I would call it. It's a, it was a Stuart plaid. A Stuart plaid, I believe. I, I'm not familiar with the Stuart plaid. Well, you know, the plaids are indicative Named? of clans. Oh, of course. Yeah. And so this were, is... And I believe this this is a royal Stuart plaid. Do you, uh, do you know a lot of different plaid names? Just that one. Okay, you're and just I know, a well, and like freak. And I, know, <laughs> and I know there's one called Black Watch. Ooh. Uh, but this is probably just from... The the different plaids in the LL Bean catalog. Oh, of course. From, We're and, all and I haven't. I haven't like you say haven't. Yeah, I haven't worn one of those in years. But like as a, I mean, as a kid, sure. You, know, like you were all of the Stuart. Oh plaids. my god, lots of LL Bean. Well, let me open this up. Uh huh. Let's see what's happening here. It feels. I'm gonna say a little squishy. It is. It's not. Yeah. It's not a box. It's not a box. It could be truly anything. And that is. That also is. That is the Christmas paper oh that my I bought. God. That's, what that is, could go to others. That could. That Oh, could, this will be used to rewrap something else. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, but I mean, it's a Christmas paper that's not so much a Christmas paper that I could Exactly. Use this it. could be a year-round. You could give somebody right. your 4th of July gift. Precisely. Would Precisely. I'm plan. always thinking. I'm very frugal. This is a beautiful... You've given me... A denim jacket. Yes. That says Conan on it. I have. That was the uh, show gift this year. This is... Now, let me ask you... And a medium. You, I assume it's a, a medium. medium. Was this given to you? No. So, this isn't a re-gift. This is a a gift that was... Everybody got one. Right. Okay, so... Here, here's what's beautiful about this gift. This is... And aside from, not I just mean, a cheap denim. It's either. handsome. It's yes. a handsome denim jacket with a with a particularly... It's uh, with a nice Conan logo. It's kind of... Like a tasteful Conan logo. Yes, it's orange, and I believe it's the font uh, from the old Action Comics, the original oh, yeah, Superman, of course. That, it I believe. It looks familiar. And that when we've been using that lately, which I'm very fond of, of that one, uh, but it's just because I'm not sick of it yet that, because they sure. use different fonts. But what's the beauty about this gift is that it is quality. It's exclusive. It's absolutely it is, exclusive. It's exclusive, exclusive just to Conan employees. It's desirable. Of course. I, mean, I there love are people it. Who would be like, yes. give me that little I Conan can't go into particular jacket. neighborhoods in no. this jacket. Oh, no, no. You will, yeah, you will, they would take your throat. Absolutely. And the jacket. Well, they make you take the jacket off and then cut your throat because <laughs> they wouldn't want blood on it. But it also, too, was incredibly easy to obtain. Of course, which is tr- maybe I the wa- best. Attribute for any gift. The hardest part about getting that was that I did have to walk into Conan's office. Oh, his anteroom, his anteroom, not into his office per se. And I, the hardest part was having to paw through the four XLs. There were like six four Uh, XLs. There are always plenty of XLs. And there's, I mean, I'm four. Who the fuck is and our staff is four XL? I'm not aware. I'm yeah. I don't even know what that jacket looks like. Oh, it it looks more like a laundry bag. Well, as a, a very small person, I can say that. We're always making way too many 4XLs. Mm, I'll go to the clearance rack. There's not a small item uh, on there. It's all 4XLs. Well, is medium too big? Medium's probably too big, but you know what? I'm going to try it on try right now. Try it on. Come on. I bet it fits. But yeah, so that I, and then I just found, I found, okay, a medium. I, I appreciate, I'll say this. I appreciate you thinking that I might be a medium-sized person. Oh. My, uh, my grandma for years... Every item was a medium-sized gift. I think in an effort to be like to boost my self-confidence. Right, right. Eventually, I just had to tell her I'm very look. I think this fits me perfectly. Good, and you can wear a sweater under it. You know. And I, I want to say the Conan on this 
could almost be Conan Brand. You know, a lot of TV show yes. uh, cast gifts or this sort or crew gifts yeah. always are just screaming yes. with the brand on yes. them. Uh, so it's nice to get one that's just like a tasteful, understated well, thing. Well, I'm, I'm, I, I, uh, I'm glad. Um, are you a big denim jacket wearer? I do like denim jackets. Uh Although I my dimensions are so that I have a long torso. Okay, sure. And so often I feel like it's like I feel like it's I'm wearing a bolero jacket. Oh, like of it's course. not doing it up. I like to have something a little cover up a little bit more of my big round ass. <laughs> than, than Don't cover it always. up. I know. Show the world. I know. This Show little light of mine, <laughs> I'm going to be embarrassed by it. Hiding it under a bushel. Uh, um, but, uh, but no, I thought, you know, it was I, when I was like, what, what, what am I going to disobey my directive with? And I thought, okay, this is. A I nice love one. a denim jacket. I, uh, I've in the last couple of years have become a real denim jacket wearer. And I feel like, People respond in a positive way, but always it, a denim jacket is always something people are going to comment. Right, on. right. I don't know what it is about the denim that's doing that. I've also learned recently what a can, uh, Canadian tuxedo. Have you, are you familiar with this? I've never heard that. That's what it's, it's when called? you're wearing jeans, denim jeans, and a yeah. denim jacket. Wow. Apparently, that's a Canadian tuxedo, which I'm happy to wear. Right, right. A uh, Canadian tuxedo. My boyfriend's constantly calling me a little denim queen. <laughs> And I think that's fine. I think yeah. it's a good look. Why not? Why not? Right. I, you know, it's like, it worked for Jay Leno. Of course. Or oh, still does. Also, I, guess. I will say, I do get the Jay Leno thing every once in a while. Jay Leno pro has made a lot of mistakes. Yes. I'm going to say, this is the one thing Jay Leno did right. Yes. He looks sharp in the denim thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as sharp as Jay Leno can look. There is, there, although for him, it is kind of more, uh, his denim look to me always uh, smacks a little bit of just joyless. Well, kind as of, yeah. Jay Leno does. Yeah, but like, and he wear it because he does famously in his regular life wears a particular kind of, and I think they come from Payless, a complete, particular kind of, uh, Plain shoe, okay, like a, like a like work a shoes shoe for cruise, a work shoe that because of you know of his car thing, oh, it's like course. a work thing. And I think then the denim shirt and the denim pants are just like a thing where he doesn't have to think. Yes, and I, I he's I, not enjoying it. I heard one to dish a little uh, when oh, he. Used, I heard years ago. I used to hear from people that he would order the same thing for lunch <laughs> for months at a time. Do you know what it was? It would it would be like give me that chicken thing. What is some chicken dish? And then he would just, uh, something that he liked, and then he would just eat that literally for months and months until he grew a little tired of it, and then he'd find another thing that he would order for months and months and months. What? Okay, so if he's not thinking about what he's wearing, he's not thinking about what he's eating, what is occupying Jay Leno's brain? I Jokes, I guess. Jo well. Jokes? I, I don't want to say jokes. Yeah. I Maybe it is strictly like uh, steam-powered cars. Yeah. It's just all that all the time. I, yeah, I don't know. But I'm, I am going to say, if we can just, let's say one good thing about Jay Leno, I think the denim, it may be the one thing he did right. Yes. Yes. I don't know. I remember David Byrne quoted, uh, David Byrne quote from years and years ago said, and he probably said it was some sort of artsy fartsy so irony, does. you know, but he said, if you want people to remember you, wear the same thing all the time. Well, that is kind of the dream. And it is, dream. again, it does make sense. I'm getting to a point in my life where I'm 
Uh, I don't want to dress like a 20 year old, mm-hmm. especially now we're getting into this kind of, uh, People truly look insane in what they're wearing. Yes. I want to just... Outfits. They've got the outfits. Yeah, people wear like... I just saw somebody, a guy the other day just... And it was like, he just was wearing such a costume it's of too like... too much for me. pants and work boots and yes. a broad-brimmed hat and I, weird it's, shaved hair, facial, facial hair. Yes, and, I just want to find something that looks nice enough. Yep. Just a look. Right. And then just hold on to that till I die. So I don't have to follow trends. People can just be like, that's his look. He's done it for years and it looks good. It may not be with the times, but who cares? And it's there's a sweet spot of drawing attention to yourself and then not drawing attention. Like you can, like if you don't try too much, like if you're too much of a slob, you'll draw attention to yourself. Yes. If you're too prissy and made up. You'll draw attention to yourself. Somewhere in the middle, Shoot there's this spot in the middle there where you're just sort of like you you're you're put together. You look all right, but you you know, but it's just enough to be like, oh, you're registered, and then people move on. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if you. I don't like to draw attention. You know? Oh, absolutely yeah. not. Unless I'm doing it on purpose, and I yeah. you know I'm screaming in the grocery store, right. this sort of thing. I mean, I do like I'm I do like to wear. Colors at times. Sure, there's nothing wrong with a color, right? But I, but I know it's like, pep. but like I have, like I have a pair of green jeans uh, that are that are sort of almost like a Kelly green. Okay, sure. And when I wear them, I know I'm going to have to have six or seven conversations about my green pants. <laughs> sure, but they're all they'll all be positive conversations. They'll be, yeah, they'll be positive, and at least it's something to talk about. Yes. And it were no one thinks about Mr. Green Jeans from Captain Kangaroo anymore. <laughs> well, so I'm thinking gonna... about him right now, and I'm not going to stop. <laughs> I see the tattoo. <laughs> no, I've noticed. I don't know if you you've been in comedy and entertainment for a much longer period Both. than me. Both of them. Uh, but I, in the last few years, have, and I think this is largely due to social media, but like a new emphasis. Uh, for comedians to be models, essentially, mm-hmm. which is truly my hell. Yes. People posing in stupid Buff magazines in like $500 t-shirts, yeah. this sort of thing that I just, it doesn't, I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. Do, do you feel like this is a new trend or is it something that I'm just picking up on? Uh, No, I, I think it is. I think it is kind of a newer thing. And I, although, you know, you go back to like, a Joe Piscopo, sure, who all of a sudden had to be incredibly buff. Yes, like he yes. had to get like big muscles, mm-hmm. and there are different comedians that have to get big muscles. Yes, or, you know, like for instance, like Kumail Nanjiani oh, just famously recently, has become famously like a now. sex symbol. Yes, but like, but what he, but that was for a movie. Mm-hmm. Somebody paid, and he was very open about the fact that like. I look like this because there was a movie studio that threw a bunch of money sure. and egg whites. When Disney me. demands that yes. you become shredded, yes. you become shredded. You become shredded. But that shreddedness too is it's it's it only it has a very short window. Of and course. It, and the minute the, the trainer stops feeding you egg whites it's going and away. tuna, it goes away and you become like a normal sort of, you know, human with a little bit of thickness. Yes. I've long been a proponent of exercise should be a six week project you do and then you just get to keep the body at the end of it <laughs> yeah what the fuck? why the maintenance yeah, yeah. aspect uh, is truly unbelievable yes you just I have do. to keep yeah. doing it i don't think so i don't it's, i don't the, the, for me now i'm in my 50s and and the the, the notion of like uh the cardiovascular exercise oh i just feel like uh, come 
Come on. Cardio for me leaves me so deeply nauseous. Uh, just I do it once and then I can't do it again for I, eight weeks. I did a live version of, of my podcast uh, in San Francisco with Rachel Dratch and we opened it up for questions from the audience and somebody asked like, what would you tell your younger self? And I was not even really kidding. I said, I would tell myself like me, like back in my teens or something, I would say, learn to deal with cardio like learn uh, to sure. sort of d don't just don't like, train just, your yeah, body to yeah the, don't this cultivate this distaste for it sure. which i sort of did because it's just it's so hard now it's and i i envy people who feel like oh, i just i haven't run for a few days i gotta hit the a streets few days or what yeah no these people that are like that you know when i see someone running around around town i just sit think there's just got to be a better option or just stay home or <laughs> yeah something. yeah i mean i will say you look really good have you been working out oh i well i do i do go i i have gone to the gym for a long time cardio sure. i'm not good with but i do kind of circuit training and okay weightlifting but that's mainly uh and i am uh, that's mainly to keep up my spine from collapse. Oh, of course. I don't course. care about, like, I don't really care about, you know, having a big shoulder. Sure. I, well, first of all, I am, like, from Swedish-German plow horse stock. <laughs> sure. So, I always was thick. Sure, you know? sure. And I mean, and I've always had just, like, ridiculously big, mus muscly legs. Sure, sure. And it just, that's... I don't know. That's something Viking that stuff or what? But it probably is Viking yeah, stuff. Yeah, but I just standing so, still on a ship. Yeah. Know? So I mean, so it's there's all. Right, I've I've never. I've always been naturally strong. Sure. Okay. And I just, so just bragging. Yeah. To this yeah, part of the yeah. podcast. But no, I do over the last over the last number of years too from from keeping up with it, and I have a trainer, which I need to have. Here's my otherness. <laughs> I need to hire somebody to be waiting for me in the gym. Oh, where you I have won't to have go. someone to be responsible. I That's have exactly to, how I. Somebody's am. waiting for me. Not yes. like not like I'm waiting for my own healthiness. Yes. I'm waiting for me to be a, a better long. Of course. Why person. would you do that? No, no, no. no, no, no. I'm waiting because this guy'd be mad. Do you um do you have like an an eating vice is there something that you have a hard time uh controlling yourself from eating? Uh, for me it's cookies or sweets, but I feel like you cook a lot. I do. I'm a I do like cooking a lot and I eat much more healthfully than I used to. Okay. I will tell you uh uh, a, a good regulator for me these days is is not smoking marijuana. Oh, of course, not, of course, not getting high is is the that difference just between, leads yeah, immediately to I eating. Yeah, a couple and I don't. Food. And people will say like everybody, all these. There's so many sort of professional weed smokers that are like, well, you need to try this strain of indica. Sure. Like, no, no, yeah. no. You don't understand. <laughs> if it's weed and I smoke it, I go and I pick the pantry up and tip it into my mouth. <laughs> After 10 p.m. Like, there's just no getting around that. So, no. So, I just, I mean, for many reasons, I have to be, I have to, I have to regulate my Sure, just intake. find the things that lead to eating, overeating, yes, and yes. stop them and at stop the root. doing them. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I, I eat pretty healthfully, and I like eating healthfully. I still eat everything. You know, I sure. eat, I eat uh, red meat. I just try and... Be judicious, yes. you know, with eating red meat, and I and I I will continue, and I know, like for the planet, it would be better to mm. not eat meat, mm. but 
I don't. That's just, I it's, feel like I'm always just waiting for the next thing to find out that I'm doing that's just going to destroy Earth. Every it's just it is it it does get sort of difficult. It's and very I do, difficult. Yeah. And I do. I mean, and this is such an adolescent way to think about it, but it's like, well, if we all stop eating cows, what are we going to do with the cows? There are all these cows <laughs> we got to take care of. Like, well, we're going to adopt them and bring them into our homes. But, but for what? I don't. You know, and especially if you're vegan. You got all these cows making milk. That, That's like, true. You know. Look, uh, I need I need milk with my cookies. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I know I'm an adult yes, man, but right. <laughs> I, I like milk and cookies. This, I, I, they, this is a sore spot with me, though, because in the last year, my body has decided I can no longer process dairy. Oh, I apologize. Oh, it what is a really rough. It is really rough. No and ice cream. No ice cream. Oh. No, I, I mean, and even lactate doesn't so you're just doing oat milk at this point yeah almond milk yeah i mean oat milk and almond milk and it's okay and it's not bad you know there's sure. like some like yeah there are like fake ice creams it's yes. about, they're, like they've done a pretty good job i feel with like the science things. is evolving yes rapidly yes. with yes. these things but it's still not quite it's just it's a pain in the ass mm-hmm. and there's just so many little things that have like you know, like a little bit of cheese in them. Of course. You know, or the salad dressing has yes, buttermilk in uh-huh. it. And then just like, and just, and I've, just that little bit, it's, I really, I've had to, I, I think I was in denial for a while. Of course. And, but now it is like, cause just the other night, I went and had a meal and the salad dressing must have had some kind of dairy in it. And I paid the price, oh, which is, which the is. The worst. Intestinal distress, of course. You know, and with food, if it tastes good to me, I'm I'm really willing to just go through hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's a that's a difficult thing to say no yeah, to. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I I feel like we've reached a point in the podcast where we're going to play a game. Oh, I like games. A little game called I think uh, we're going to play. Uh, it's called Gift or a Curse. Okay. So basically, what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you. I'm going to name three things, and you're going to tell me why they're a gift or they are a curse and why. Okay. But from you, I need a number between one and ten. Eight. Okay. So, I'm going to use this number. I'm going to go into my calculation cave. Okay. I'm going to figure out the three items. While I'm doing this, I just want you to maybe tell people something something about yourself that maybe they don't know. Or you, you can just talk about whatever. It's going to take probably 30 seconds. All right. Gosh, something people don't know. Well, most people know I'm a Scorpio. I mean, it's pretty obvious because you could just tell the sexual energy mainly. I mean, I'm definitely obviously a water sign. I mean, I am juicy. Um, so, yeah, the Scorpio thing, I think people are pretty aware of that. Uh, they know I'm not a libertarian. And oh, you're back. <laughs> I'm back. I'm oh, back hi. from the cave. I've got three things. Okay. We're going to start. Andy, I want you to tell me if you think video tutorials are a gift or a curse. Video tutorials. For example, a YouTube video telling you how to, uh, build a birdhouse. Um, I honestly think that those are a gift. Why do you think that? They, uh, Absolve you of the drudgery of reading. Sure, sure. And there's, and there's, and also, well, for me too, especially as someone who cooks something. Oh, of course. You get to see, they can say, you know, cook the onions and to, you know, until they're a particular color, but on a video, you can really see. 
are you colors. are you watching a decent amount of cooking no, tutorials? I mean, but occasionally I will. I, occasionally I will for a recipe that I'm not like. Just recently, I made uh, a kind of like a, a Pakistani uh, spinach and chicken curry. What is happening in your home? This is, I mean, I don't own a pot. I I cook. I like this to cook. This is beautiful. It's, and, it's, and there again, that's like something where being alone, and even though I am alone, like I will make something like that. And when I made that, I was home alone, but I'll take it. To work and uh, like my sure. assistant and will get the star it, of the or show. my daughter's coming the next night, and, and I, you know, so it'll be. I can make something that will last a little bit. And let um, me ask you: do, Did you have all the ingredients on hand, or was this a trip to the grocery store? That's for me the most intimidating aspect of cooking. Is like, I I'm going to find a recipe, and then I'm going to need to buy seventy percent of oh, what I, I need. I ha- well, I have a I have a fairly well stocked kitchen. Okay. Um, and but yeah, no, like this, I had to go. I mean, I had to buy chicken, okay, you know, whole chicken, chicken legs sure. and and spinach. But like, I had the turmeric. Oh, beautiful! And beautiful. I had the chili powder okay. and the and I did have to buy coriander, ground oh, coriander. Didn't have okay. ground coriander. Uh, but I, you know, I had cilantro, but that's different sure, than the ground, sure. dried version. Um, but no, I and I looked at that online to kind of get a picture, get an idea of what it looks like. Just watch another human accomplish yes. it, just so you know that it yes. is possible. And I am a, and I am, as they say, a visual learner, which is usually a way to say you don't like to read things. Sure, that I would say is a gift. I absolutely agree. Yeah, and I, I there, it also gives me a little hope for teens because I feel like ninety percent of them are. Produced by teenagers. Yes. And it's wonderful to have a teen just teaching me a new skill. Right. Teen in my home teaching grandma how to, right. you know, do turn on the TV right. or this sort of thing. And I think it's how most teens these days are learning sexual techniques. Of course. Yes. Something those are out on. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Those are top YouTube sure. search. Pornhub is just big how-to. <laughs> it's a huge how-to. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. The next thing we have here... Do you think novelty mugs are a gift or a curse? A curse. A curse? I would think, yeah. Okay, I I need you to justify this. Um, I'm going to sound like such a dick here, but it just we're going to have to deal with it. <laughs> it it gives uh I do get I am proprietary about being funny. Of course, of course. And so you got a guy in an office and who do I care? I listen, I know I'm being petty. I know I'm being small about this. But some guy with the <laughs> funny mug, like uh, you, you know, buddy, you're not funny. You purchased you an item. You just got a fucking mug. You purchased an item somebody yes. else like, "Oh, that guy's crazy. Look at that mug," mm-hmm. you know. Uh Oh no. Uh Todd Levin, at, at, who's a writer at Conan. Sure. Yes. He had a mug. He had a mug. And this one, I actually. I, oh, here well, we go. I, I do upon this one that was that just said, you fucking pig. <laughs> big, That's a beautiful a white mug yeah, sure. with big black letters. And I said, like, and I said to him, I was like, oh, Father's Day present, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. The kids, they just, they love it. They just are like so tired of being such a fucking pig. 
pig. Well, now you've just proven yourself completely I wrong. Guess yeah. I have, but that's a novelty on a novelty. Sure, you know that is not as that's not what one would call a novel. One that your average novelty mug consumer. That would be like, oh, that's I'm beyond not touching the pale. It. Oh, not dear, coming that's into my not home. funny. That's sure. not a novelty. <laughs> that's aggression. Goddamn right it is. Uh, and I, you know, I just, uh, <laughs> I also remember, it's, uh, maybe too, I was, you know, uh, affected by in my youth, in my youth, my father, my father, my dad is gay, and and he, you know, and was open and out. I mean, that's why my parents divorced sure. when I was four. But he uh, and his friends, they had, and this is in Bloomington, Indiana, but in his circle of friends who were all gay, uh, there was a mug that had as its handle a huge dick and balls. Oh, like a curving, like a curving sure. erection with Easy balls at to the picture. bottom. Sure. And it was it was particularly a gr it was gruesome. Yes, this you know isn't I mean? something I want to be drinking milk out of. Right, exactly. Or anything. But it is like, you know, and I mean there's certainly you, the it's definitely possible that a cock and balls mug could have an appeal. Sure. You know, of I course. mean, sure. You know, it's, everybody likes not cocks everybody on has some this. level. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, cocks, you know, we're, we based, you know, uh, you know, citadels. They're on attached them. to a large part sure. of the park. You know, every so. Campanile is really just a dick. <laughs> uh, and uh, is it Campanile? Is that right? Is that what the towers are called in Italy? You're asking the wrong person. Uh, anyway. But anyway. Um, so, yes, the phallus exists. Yes. And it can be desirable. This mug was disgusting. Yeah, it made you sounds... not like erect cock and balls. Yeah. Which, I mean, wow. Uh, but they would pass it around to each other. <laughs> like, oh, I brought you a gift. And it's like, oh, it's the cock and ball oh, mug. Oh, I thought now you meant they mine. were. I was picturing a group of gay men sitting in a circle just passing, passing the mug around. Pass, this no, was no, a, no. a weekend no. activity. This is the, no, this was like a prank oh, that went around sure, where they would get. Sure. And I'd, Hot potato. Yeah, so I'd go to different, you know, gatherings and see like, oh, now it's yours. Now, as if it was some sort of burden that oh, one had to carry. But you couldn't destroy. Just, you couldn't just put it on a shelf. It had to go to someone or else. throw it away or give it to, yes. you know, give it to Goodwill. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, Goodwill's not taking that. Well, it is a gesture. And usually a cock is a good a goodwill gesture. Okay. We'll be right back. <laughs> Thank uh, you. <laughs> but I, I, so maybe that affected me because that always uh, just was, it was It doesn't unseemly. sound appealing. It was unseemly. Yeah, I, and then the passing it around and making a big fuss about it, it just was like, just guys, this is on a mug. Yeah, this isn't fun. We could be spending our time better. Okay. So you're yeah. saying curse. I'm fully disagreeing. I really? think they're a gift. Tell I, me. I recently came around on them, actually. I had a very similar feeling where it was like yeah. the force humor this sort of thing but now i've kind of accepted just how horrible the forced humor of that is i see i mean i'm not i'm not seeking out funny mugs but yeah. i'll go to goodwill and find uh you know like i recently bought a wyoming mug which is just a pleasant thing to look at sure that uh, i don't mind yeah i guess maybe novelty mugs i'm looking for are more tasteful yes but uh you know i've got i bought one that says this grandma is fantastic and it's <laughs> it's a wonderful mug that is good I 
got a Snoopy mug. Yeah. You know, it, See, it and I, fun. I, a way that I mean that I'm a hypocrite too is that uh, uh, t-shirts, novelty t-shirts, oh, don't bother me. Sure. Like I would like, like I had a t-shirt for a long, long time that was a pink t-shirt with Tinkerbell on it. Oh, gorgeous! That, in order to fit me, it was like a four XL women's. Sure. That I think was meant to almost be like a night shirt. Okay. But sure. like I would, I would wear that, and that, and I, you know, the, the it's. It was not its intended purpose. Of course, but know. it worked for you. And yeah, and certainly a t-shirt that said, you know, sexy grandma, I would wear that all day. Of course. But a mug that said sexy grandma, I don't know why. I just would be less likely to like that. And you wonder it's who the, that mug would be for. Yeah, and it's the. I think the the mug, too, also has a connotation with office culture. Of that course. I, that it's I eschew. just exhausting. I Horrible and yeah. people personality free are trying yeah. to demonstrate exactly. something. Okay, well, whatever. Let's move on to the next. The final thing, gift or a curse, piano lessons. <gasps> piano lessons. Oh, it's so dependent upon the person, but I have to pick one or the other. So I would say a gift. Did you take piano lessons? I did not. Okay. But my daughter did. And my daughter took various she went from uh, piano lessons to she uh, took accordion lessons oh my god she uh she was inspired and she and she was inspired primarily initially by weird al yankovic oh of course how could you not be the yeah. one the one yeah the one the one modern, person who has made modern, success yeah, with yeah. an accordion uh well yeah, i mean it's in recent times sure were very oh of course you know very famous 1945 yeah. you're in fact like the his i can't remember it but there was he was uh there there was uh, maybe it was an al yankovic was a big polka band like a very famous polka band leader and it was al yankovic or and people always think that he's related but he's oh, not separate al yankovic absolutely oh, but i don't God. think it's an al i don't think that the Frankie Yankovic, maybe that oh, was okay. it. But he had a very famous polka band, and especially being in, from Chicago. When I was a kid, there's polka was still a big. Uh, I mean, it it was on the wane, but, sure. But there were still advertisements for polka albums wow. on TV, and there were polka clubs, oh, you know, my. within the city, and uh, and, and so there was. Polka still existed. Wow, that's so, incredible. But that was, you know, that that was like I said, that was at the end of its run, sure. and it was in the seventies. Yes. Um, but piano lessons, uh, I think, would be like I wish I could sit down. Like it would be a lovely thing to be able to sit down and and just play something simple on the piano. Oh, uh, wouldn't that be a yeah. blessing? Yeah. Did you take piano? I lessons? took. Yeah, I did take piano lessons for from kindergarten until ninth grade. Yeah. Just hated them yeah absolutely hated them it was torture and it's a shame i uh, my piano teacher obviously was just not a good piano teacher yeah also there's the element of being a child and not wanting to learn anything right but 10 years of my life essentially wasted i could be a be able, I could be able to play the piano right, right. now, but uh, it's a. I think as a parent, you've got to find that sweet spot where the kid actually cares about it. Yes. Then you get them into yes. the lesson rather than forcing. Otherwise, you begin to resent it. Yeah. And then I get to adulthood, and I wish I had. Of yeah. course, which my parents told me at the time. You're going when you grow up. You're going to wish you learned to play the piano. Yeah. You refuse to believe that, and now here I am, piano free. Yeah. 
So it's it is a difficult thing, uh, and I I don't think I think that parents used to just like there was sort of a rote sort of this is what I'm supposed to do. Yes, this I'm is the lesson to, a child takes. Yes, I'm supposed to inflict this on my child because, and I don't think it was really questioned. Like you're going to take piano lessons and you're going to do it, and you, of course you don't like it, and of course, but it's teaching you something. Mm-hmm. It's teaching you stick-to-itiveness. <laughs> yes. Um, but I uh, and I did take I took guitar lessons and I took. Uh, I played the cornet. Oh, you're kidding. In, in grade school. But I, I was, I was terrible at it. I didn't like practicing and eventually, and my, my mother would sort of, she did take input from me in okay. terms of like what, oh, what I wanted to do and what I didn't refreshing. want to do. But I do, but there, it is a difficult thing as a parent to know. And it's one of the most challenging things of when you, when you disregard your child's stated preference mm-hmm. for an activity or a, a a club or a hobby or something and you're like no I, I stop it this is better for you if you continue doing this yes because you don't want your child to be miserable mm-hmm. but you also want to make sure they're not just taking the easy way out and saying no to, to everything. everything yeah yes that's gotta be a and I, you know, and I could project my own sort of slovenliness, uh, you know, my own slovenliness as a child being like, nah, I don't want to, I just want to watch TV. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Because and that's all any of us actually wants yeah, to do. Yeah. Uh, putting any effort forth is yep. a challenge. Yep. And it goes to big things too. Like my son is probably going to, he's, he just, just, you know, went back to his second semester of his freshman year of college. Oh, that's great. And is not very happy with where he is and it's hard to know whether to say stick it out or pull the plug and do something else yes he's probably still learning it the pain of difficulty or i don't actually like yes which is a hard lesson to learn and you and as as a parent you will hear one time you will hear him say this thing and you will think oh he's just a adjusting to being away from home mm-hmm. and that and that this is freshman year for everybody and that you know there's a certain amount of drudgery to to this to freshman year yeah, and to the early to the early stages of any kind of educational process and being in a new city i mean yes. it's just it takes a long time to learn that oh just being in a place that's not home is horrible can seem and then terrible. you get used yeah, to it yeah and you get used to it and you and it's and it becomes an enriching thing mm-hmm. and then on the other side there also is just you you can be sort of skeptical but then you can also be like my baby is miserable yeah maybe there's something valid about what he's saying yeah yeah how can so we it's, fix this and it, that it and it's a tough judgment call that you cannot there's no one to consult yeah, other than your own instinct not. and your there's and your history will with make the a child mistake. yeah yeah whatever yeah Okay, well, I think we both agree then. A piano lesson is a gift. I think so. I mean, this is the one piece of common ground we've been able to yeah, find over the course. Yeah, and it's got to do something for you math-wise. Oh, yeah. You know, Your or, brain is doing things that it doesn't do in any yeah. other situation. And then, occasion- then you might be able to entertain people at a party at yeah, some yeah. point. Absolutely. Okay, well, you got two out of three. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> Or, yeah, that's like a C. That's like a that's yeah. uh yeah, it's a uh, solid yeah, C. You would pass. No yeah. wait, if it's sixty six, then it's more like a D. Well, no, is it or is it a C minus? No, I think it's like a solid. Let's say C minus. C minus. Yeah, you can get out of high school with a C minus. I did it. Final part of the podcast. Yes, this is called. I said no questions. Okay. People are writing in 
asking for advice uh, on what gifts to give people, okay. people in their own lives. Yes. They write into I said no gifts at yes. gmail.com if you're listening, if is, you need help. Is gifting a particular issue with you? Like For me, it is because yeah. I want to give people things that will enrich their lives. Yeah. Things that they'll be, that won't be a burden. Yeah. Uh, but it's also, it truly, it, I feel like it really, finds a like the perfect anxiety in my brain where it's like i uh, i'm very conscious about spending money mm-hmm. but I, i'm also very conscious about wanting the people in my life to be happy so it's yeah. like these two things at war with each other where i want to spend as much money on as possible on them but i also don't want to spend any money at all so that immediately is a tr- is trouble yeah but i also want them to know that i think about them and that there are per- parts of their personality i've noticed or yeah. that i want their life to be better so uh, yeah does that answer your question yeah i think so what, yeah for, is gifting for you a difficult thing is it a joyous thing uh no i like i like giving gifts i like giving people gifts and i and it, sometimes it's uh it can be Sometimes I feel like I give a gift. I I want to give somebody a nice gift, and then it feels like it can't just be a self-contained act of niceness. Mm-hmm. That there's some sort of that somehow uh, I expect something back out of it, uh, or sure. that it or that it shows a desire on my part for a bigger relationship or something mm-hmm. you know i uh, you worked for jimmy kimmel right i did he is a, a he is one of the gift masters it's insane yeah. the uh, level he'll go to to buy people gifts yes and he cares so much about it, it yeah. i mean it speaks to him just being an incredible person he is. he's with a, just a big heart uh, ridiculous like i've always his generosity, I feel like he must be murdering people on the side. There's something like going he on that he's killing, making up for. Killing drifters, because he's just so, he has such a nurturing, caring energy about him. Well, he has, I mean, I've worked in various late night formats for various people, and Jimmy has every excuse to just be a shithead, yeah. an asshole, like yeah, a lot yeah. of these people are, and... By the time I made it to him to he was it was my first writing job I I just assumed oh this guy is going to be a psychopath yep and a selfish monster yeah working yeah. for him will be hell yeah and it was so un it was so immediately untrue it was like oh I'm working for my uncle's business yeah and he cares about me and he cares about everybody here yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah so as far as giving gifts he does it for everybody yep. and he's very thoughtful it's. Uh, almost a superpower. It was maybe his manager, somebody, or somebody that he's worked with for years, one of his producers, and being somewhere where, and he was talking about how that person said, I don't get me gifts. I don't want, like, I don't want gifts. I don't want to give you gifts. I don't want to get gifts. Like, mm-hmm. very sort of, Ugh. and Jimmy said, fuck you. I'm going to give you gifts. I like giving you, like, I'm not doing this for you. I'm doing this for me. I enjoy buying, and I'm going to go buy you nice things, it's- and you're going to take it. You don't have to give me any back but that's the way it's gonna be and that's I, an incredible skill to yeah have. yeah and i and i i relate to it i do like i mean there are there are some times where there's people like like conan has always been very 
complimentary towards gifts that I've given him. Sure. And because, because like for his birthday, I'll get him a gift for his birthday. I don't really get him anything for Christmas because there also is like, like he has a Christmas party every year. And a couple of years ago, I bought like about a hundred dollar bottle of wine and uh-huh. brought it to him. And, and I just kind of gave it to someone. You're just like a caterer. Like buying clutter for his home. Right. Essentially. And it's sort of like, and that wine, especially with wine, I feel like. If I'm by you, a, like I, and I will do this when I go to people's houses and they're having a party. If I spend some money and it's a nice bottle of wine, I'll be like, Can Here I put it this? Is. I'm going to put this in the cupboard because you need to drink this yeah. later. Don't let these lushes yeah. open this up and waste it. This let is, them know that yeah. it's an actual thing you yeah, cared about you and, buying. You them. and your loved ones, this is a nice one. So keep it separate. But like, I just, now when I go to Squirrel's party, I don't take anything. Why would you? Like, I, why, I, he's you know, probably not even aware of that bottle of wine. And the, no, oh, that's probably not. Absolutely a not. A cleaning person probably and, drank and it. The no- <laughs> Heaven forbid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but in the notion of, you know, but there is that, like, I don't want to go empty handed. Of course. But, but there are people where it's like, eh, Yeah. It's, I, I think there know. is a level that you reach that very few of us reach when people are buying you gifts. It's just like, oh, it's well, silly. You yeah. Know, this is inconvenient yeah, yeah. for both of us yeah. at this point. But I do try very hard to get him nice things. Like, I bought him, you know, over the years. Like, one of the his favorite things I ever bought him was a re- uh, refurbished old Bakelite phone. Oh, wow. I and bet he that's beautiful. uses that in his home office. And he says he always like, like he'll have phone calls that he wants to make that he'll go purposely use that phone because oh, it feels incredible. like he's talking to the past or what something. What uh, you know? is it? Uh, what color of phone is it? It's black. Oh, I bet it's, it's like an old, old uh, detective heavy. phone. Yes, exactly. Oh, it looks incredible. like it's from a noir film. Oh, that is. And there was just I, there was this place that was taking the old guts out and putting new guts in, but it still is a rotary and it still has that big. Oh, heavy that's a beautiful gift. Yeah. But like I bought him. Uh, Civil War sword and, you know, just oh, try, you know, go. try it. Yeah, yeah these are actually know, right up his alley. That sort of pieces thing. of sculpture and things, you know. So, but. Yeah. Uh, do, you, do you like getting, receiving gifts? I'm very uncomfortable receiving gifts because, I mean, despite the fact that I'm now running a podcast where I'm asking people yeah, to come yeah, and give yeah. me. Like, uh. I feel like people, I don't like that people have gone out of their way. Yeah. I don't like that they didn't spend the money on themselves. Yeah. I mean, this is a, like a point of contention with my boyfriend and I, every year is like, what do you want for Christmas? And I try to push him off as far as I can. He's like, you have to tell me. I am going to buy you something, so stop it. But it's just, it makes me feel guilty or something. Yeah, I'm not, I'm I'm way better at giving them than getting them. Yeah, I think and it is I, an easier thing yeah. to do. And I think I also, I'm like one of those people that just buy what I want. Sure. Yeah, well, tell, you reach like, adulthood my, and you yeah. buy the things you And enjoy. I'll tell my kids, like, because it just seems silly that I'll t- like to tell my kids, you know, like, I want those headphones. Oh, yeah, of course. It's like, <laughs> I just like, I, and so I, I could just, just go to Best Buy and get for I myself. I get them and then I tell my kids, hey, you bought me these headphones. Sure, write me way. a card. Yeah, because it's it's all my about. fucking money anyway. <laughs> <That's-> uh, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I don't, and I, and there are times when somebody will give me something, and I also too, it's odd because I like giving things, but I also am unsentimental, uh, unsentimental about my own belongings. Sure, like somebody gives me something nice, and I'm kind of like, eh, it's mm-hmm. just a thing, and if it gets ruined or broken or lost it's just that a was thing. going to happen at some point yeah it's anyway. just a thing it doesn't yes. you know and that person's still in my life yeah we still yeah. care about each yeah. other yeah okay well with all that in mind let's answer a couple questions here okay 
This person says, Hi, Bridger. The other day, I accidentally ended a phone call to my girlfriend saying, I love you. It's been a little awkward between us, and her birthday is next week. What's a nice gift that says, Happy birthday. Hey, I'm sorry I said I love you too soon into the relationship. That's uh, from Eli in Boulder, Colorado. Hmm. So, he's accidentally said he loves her. Yeah. He wants to give her something... I steps it back slightly, I guess, but you're now in just a horrible position, I think. I would say uh, jewelry, no. No, that's doubling down. Yeah, I would say it's easier to get things, it's easier to say no to things. So things that are sort of more your traditional romantic gifts, I would say no to that. Do not shower her with roses. Yes. Although if she does have like a particular sort of, like this is, this would be a perfect example of like, uh, you could and it, you have to think about it you have to tailor it to her but like a, some kind of electronic thing okay like if so, she yeah like if she you know like i said it's a pair of like really nice headphones an e-reader uh, uh, is that what that's called it's not an electronic <laughs> uh, ki- uh, like a kindle like oh, an e- oh, oh, i know you meant i thought you meant e-meter like the scientology uh, you want, measuring okay thing. so what you need to do with this woman <laughs> take her to your local scientology chapter and introduce her to yeah i mean you've said i love you now right, exactly. reveal the rest of your life what gift what says i love you more than dianetics yes just get her into something where she's going to be buying a lot of books mm-hmm. and paying for yes. various sessions right right and just kind of an empty Separating herself from her family it. and friends. <laughs> that uh, and then yeah. you've really got her because she knows you, you. It'll just be you and her yeah. and uh, David Miscavige. A uh, it's and this is easier. For, well, but back to this guy, it would be easier. It's easy for me to say, like a nice piece of clothing. Oh, nice sure, jacket. like a cool sweater. Yeah, or a cool sweater because it's it's it has a kind of a personal thing you can wrap she can wrap herself in it but it's not so it's not a necklace it's not a a ring it's not uh you know i was gonna say some sort of experience but then i immediately was like no you don't want to give her something that's like now we're gonna even spend even even more time together she needs something that she can run from you with yes because maybe she's weirded out at this point yeah 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 so like a nice luxury cool item yep that she might by on her own. That has right. not th- really nothing to do with him. Yes. Eli. I think that's smart advice. Yeah. Some, yeah, exactly. Something that isn't it's not too sentimental, but it's nice. Yes. Thoughtful, but not too sentimental. Which, like, when you break up, she can still wear. Yes. Without thinking about without, you. Yeah, yeah. Or she can wear on your 50th anniversary. Right, right. Solve the problem. Yep. Next person. Hi, Bridger. My husband's birthday is coming up. He loves plants, but we have plenty of those. He also likes bikes, but that's out of my budget. What would you recommend? Lydia in San Diego. Plants. I I could not advise. There's one plant that I keep uh, trying to remember to recommend people buy because it's the one thing that won't die in your home. But I've obviously she's not buying him plants anyway, but. Next podcast, I'm going to know this the name of this plant because it's incredible. Right. It requires no watering or sun. That's a separate issue. Let's talk about this man. He obviously enjoys things that are kind of outdoors. Mm-hmm. They have plenty of plants. She's not buying him a bike. Sure. <clears throat> um, well, if, are they, if they're just indoor plants, that's kind of tough. If it's outdoor plants, and, you know, there's there's... 
gardeny kind of Maybe accessory tools yeah, yeah some sort of gloves tool. a little yeah. uh, spade. or like a ni- yeah a nice sort of spade or what something about a, you know i don't know that they make these but maybe they should a spade with his name on it hang you that in the garden shed take it to an engraver yeah there yeah. you go that could be a nice uh or i would think a nice uh, 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 uh an art book of old uh plant. oh beautiful illustrated yeah. plants old i like plants. this yeah yeah you know sort of like a whatever you know audubon was to birds maybe there's some I old illustrator that this that, you exists know. out there somewhere yeah, yeah yeah some beautiful uh historical guide to the plant world yeah what about a damn watering can there you go everybody can use a watering can absolutely find a real nice one mm-hmm. i bet there's a nice decorative can that sure will, uh please lydia's husband mm-hmm. okay. plants and bicycling too i mean yeah who is this what about guy? a bike helmet Bike helmet. Well, a let's hope light. that he owns a, you know, yeah. hopefully he already owns one. But if not, get the man a bike helmet. A bike helmet, a bike light, some, yeah, sort some of bike uh, accessory. Go headed back to gloves. Why yeah. not a pair of gardening gloves yeah. and a pair of biking gloves? Or, you know, they make these beautiful uh, uh, old leather uh, bike seats. Oh, to replace are, your uh, your regular seat. seat. And the, what what's nice about them is that they actually do become a contoured to your nethers oh interesting yeah. much like a pair of leather pants exactly oh okay brooks brooks saddles they're still they old and it's the same company's english company that's been making them forever how do you know about these bike seats i know a lot of shit about a lot of dumb stuff okay yeah. uh, sure i think accessorizing is the way to go yeah i think just in general gift giving you just find out the person's main interest and then just do the smaller aspect of it. Something that yeah. will aid the... An accessory to it. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I think we've we've done enough here. I we've, should say. We've helped people. Rob, uh, much more than they probably deserve. Oh, absolutely. Mm. And this was free advice. Uh-huh. From none other than Andy Richter. Precisely. He's wearing a beautiful Dolly Parton shirt. I so am. we know that he's on the right side. <laughs> um... Well, I think that that's the end of the podcast, Andy. It's well, so nice thank you to for have me. had you, and I'm so thrilled about this denim jacket that I'll be I'm glad. storming I'm glad. around town. It's in. also too. I just and I didn't even think about it until I. Uh, but as a ginger wearing a Conan denim jacket, oh, this could be very confusing for people. Yeah, they might think like, "What is this? Yeah, thing? It's part of a tribe? Yes, yeah, so some is sort of some weird little club, ginger core. Uh, yes, or I could, you know, maybe sneak on stage. Yeah, you know, this could yeah, lead well, to some. some something yeah, that horrible. would be really difficult. <laughs> to sneak on our stage, <laughs> high security. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, Andy, God bless. Thank you this for has having been truly me. Truly wonderful, and. Uh, Yeah, that's the end of the show. All right. I Said No Gifts is an Exactly Right production. It's engineered by Earth Angel Stephen Ray Morris. The theme song is by Miracle Worker Amy Mann. Uh, You can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at I Said No Gifts. And if you have a question or need help getting a gift for someone in your life, email me at I Said No Gifts at gmail.com. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you found me. And why not leave a review while you're at it? I invited you here I thought I made myself perfectly clear When you're a guest in my home You gotta come to me empty-handed I said no gifts Your presence is present enough And 
So how do you dare to disobey?